ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The future of Gulf of Carpentaria's barramundi industry is being discussed at the Port of Corumba as we go to air this lunch hour. The fisheries minister isn't there, nor is the boss of Queensland Fisheries, but we have got the Queensland Fisheries Deputy Director. He's going to be talking about why more net-free zones are necessary, even though the fishery itself is deemed as sustainable, which raises the big question, what is the future for barramundi fishing in Queensland? It's a question that's been asked by many professional fishers since the decision to ban their nets from the East Coast was announced three months ago, along with a separate proposal to dramatically increase the number of net-free zones in the Gulf of Carpentaria. So to put you in the picture, it happened right in the middle of barramundi season, but now the fishing is done, boats are back in port and fishers we understand are angry at the lack of consultation since the government revealed its intentions. Let me take you now to the port of Corumba today. And the stakes there couldn't be higher. Fishers will meet for the first time with Fisheries Queensland officials since those maps were released in the middle of their fishing season. Sean McAtamney is the Managing Director of Independent Seafood Producers based in Cairns. And to put you in the picture, he's speaking here with ABC Far North's Charlie McKillop. The Great Barrier Reef um, plays no part in the Gulf of Carpentaria and, and any additional net-free zones in the Gulf of Carpentaria in our view is just, uh, is just um, dirty politics. Um, and uh, in the Gulf of Carpentaria, we have over 17 net-free zones already in, 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 uh, enforced in this region, widely spread across the region, representing 750 square kilometres um, of, uh, of closure areas, a lot of which intersect with um, major major towns and ports of Corumba and, um, and Normanton, Burketown, and as well as also being quite respectful of in of indigenous communities uh, where they're where they're located. So we're we're uh, completely incensed by the fact that there needs to be additional net free zones uh, placed in the Gulf, and the uh, the draft map that was put out now several months ago um, uh, had no input from the commercial sector, and, and the only input that was uh, that was asked for. Uh, by the, the minister's department was from other stakeholders, uh, and uh, and again, you know, why wasn't the commercial industry consulted on that? And now we're going to be rushed and forced into a position uh, by next year uh, for additional net-free zones. That is Sean McAtamney, a producer, also seafood retailer, and exporter based in the port of Cairns in Corumba today, though, for the annual general meeting of the Gulf Fishers Association. Queensland Fisheries boss Graham Bolton is with you on the Queensland Country Hour. Mr Bolton, what are the options that are being put on the table in Corumba today? Hello, Charlie, and thank you for having me on board today for this crucial discussion. Look, I want to start this conversation by assuring everyone that no decision has been made at this point in time. One of the key recommendations that came out of the Future Fishing Task Force is for further consultation with affected stakeholders and particularly the commercial fishing industry. So that's what will be happening. And there is a map that will be provided, which has been recommended by the task force for that consultation. And it will be very different to the map that was presented to fishers about a month ago. Well, why would you go throwing a hand grenade into all the work, all the collaboration that's been done by the task force over a number of years, whether it was dealing with quota management or other objectives under the government's sustainable fisheries future? You put out a, 
a, basically an ambit claim of anyone who's ever had an opinion on the Gulf of Carpentaria while the fishermen are at sea. How is that fair? Look, really good question, and I can understand why fishers were very upset by that map. That map wasn't ever meant to be a proposal of the closed zones. What that map represented was a summary of all the gillnet-free zones that were put forward by a range of stakeholders, including various uh, research institutions such as CSIRO, various universities, about where those key habitats are for some very, you know, threatened and endangered species of our oceans. But you can imagine that when people see lines on maps and their livelihoods are affected by those lines, that that would create maximum anxiety and uncertainty. I mean, transparency is one thing, but mismanagement of a, of a situation, of a consultation process that hasn't even begun, that's another the flip side of the argument is that if we don't share this information in a timely manner, we get accused of holding back information and not being transparent. And I still stand by my team and our decision to share that information at that point in time because it was at that point in time with the commitment that further consultation will be undertaken. Okay, so in terms of what's being presented to the meeting in Kurumba today, how will that be different to the 11 extensive areas that were released in that earlier draft version of the maps? Yeah, the task force heard from a range of stakeholders of CSIRO, various universities, various research organisations around those key conservation areas of concern for them. They also heard from the department about what the impact would be in terms of loss of catch, and the task force took a very deliberate approach to how they balance that socio-economic and environmental um, impact. And it's brought forward or recommended a much more balanced approach or recommendation. I can't preempt what that will be, but as soon as that's released, I'll be very happy to come back and, and talk to you and your listeners about those areas that have been put forward. Queensland Fisheries boss Graham Bolton with you on ABC Local Radio talking about the Options being put on the table and discussed at the AGM of the Gulf Fishers Association in Corumba today. What data will your officials be putting on the table to justify why there ought to be any additional net-free zones at all? We will be releasing as part of our um, consultation phase that's going to kick off in the near future, a fairly comprehensive consultation report, which includes a lot of the data that was presented to the task force. We met yesterday with Sean and other representatives of the Gulf commercial fishers, along with the Mayor Jack Bowden. And we had a conversation around um, data and we provided a commitment to go back and work with industry if they want more data on these key issues. But what opportunity is there for that to happen in a meaningful way when the clock is ticking on the, what is it, March 2024 is the proposed timeline for any net closures that come out of this consultation process? Yes, unfortunately, we can't leave this open forever. We do have to make a recommendation to government in a fairly timely manner so that it can then consider this and give time for implementation to happen. Well, is that but urgency we... being driven by the data, Graham Bolton, or being driven by the government? Um, that urgency is driven by making timely decisions. And, you know, consultation is not something that can happen ad infinitum in forever. So we normally run these consultation activities for um, 28 days, We'll run that period. If there needs to be more time, we can assess that at that point in time and we'll go from there. But we did provide an undertaking to the commercial fishers that we'd sit down with them, 
go through the data. And if they need more data, we'll see what we can find. It sounds we'll like it sounds like you're already conceding that the data is not robust enough. And isn't that the problem that you uh, haven't done the work? This is very much about interactions with threatened, endangered, and protected species. And we've got quite a bit of data on that, extensive data on that, which was presented to the task force around various interactions, various species, the status of those species and those key habitat areas. So there is absolutely plenty of data on that. Yes, the implications to commercial fishers in terms of their catch, that is something that we also know very well because we've had logbook reporting for many, many years now. So we've got all the data required. Are you worried, Graham Bolton, as the boss of Queensland Fisheries, about from where our fresh, wild-caught, iconic Queensland seafood is going to come in the future? No, not particularly, um, Charlie. I think the reforms that we've been working on over the last five years through the sustainable fisheries strategy has laid the foundation for a world-leading management framework. Most of our species are now starting to rebuild up to our target biomass, which is 60%. The Gulf is the last area that we need to focus those reforms on. We do have some concerns with king threatened salmon, and we'll be working with industry around how we manage that stock and rebuild it to where we want it to be. But long term, we're very happy and satisfied with where the stocks are heading. And then we'll be working with industry about how they can most effectively and efficiently catch those fish and continue on with a robust and economically vibrant industry without having the impacts that gillnet fishing does. Graham Bolton, fishers in Kurumba may be hearing you on the Queensland Country Hour this lunch hour, wondering why you're talking to me and not them. Why aren't you in Kurumba today? Why isn't the, the Minister for Fisheries there? Look, great question. And unfortunately, when you've got a big portfolio such as the Department of Agriculture and Fisheries, it's not possible to be everywhere at the same time. We do have um, people present in Karamba today. So I've got two directors and a number of my Queensland Boating and Fishery Patrol officers there to answer questions and talk through with fishers. The Director General and myself met with a delegation of commercial fishers yesterday afternoon, and we are happy to meet and engage with them, and we'll continue to do that as we move forward. Okay. Uh, any other final messages of reassurance for fishers that might be listening one of the key messages that I'm leaving with all commercial fishers, whether it's East Coast or Gulf, is that our management of the fisheries between the, the commercial fisheries, the wreck fishers and government is very sound. Most of our fisheries are at a sustainable level. It's just that the gear that we're using has been deemed by other parts of the community as not being sustainable, that is gillnet fishing. So the challenge that I'm wanting to extend to industry is to work with us, work with Fisheries Queensland to find alternate gear so we can continue on with this crucial industry for our communities and our regional communities and its role in, in providing fresh seafood to our tables. Can you understand, though, listening to you say that, how that will be just be salt in the wounds of fishers, that uh, the boss of Queensland Fisheries says they're sustainable, they're doing a good job, but they're going to be removed anyway? No, it's not we're removing the fishers themselves. We're removing the gear that they're using and we will be looking to trial alternate gear so they can continue to fish. Well, it's a subtle distinction from uh, the perspective of a, of a generational fisherman, I'm sure. Uh, yes. Graham Bolton, thanks very much for, uh, for, for fronting up and letting us know uh, how this process is unfolding in your view and um, hopefully we'll be able to, um, to get a clearer idea after that meeting in Corumba today. You're welcome, Charlie, and thank you for the opportunity.
That is Graham Bolton. He's Queensland Fisheries Deputy Director General, speaking there with the ABC Far North's Charlie McKillop. That Gulf Fishers AGM is happening in Kurumba in the Gulf of Carpentaria as we go to air. We'll see what that meeting brings.